Welcome to the Chap Chat Podcast. Each week, you're going to be joined by one of the chaplains here at Joint Base Charleston to hear about different topics concerning spiritual resiliency. Sometimes there will be guests. Sometimes it'll just be a chaplain discussing a topic that's been close to his or her heart over the past week. We hope you find these enjoyable, interesting, and above all useful as you figure out what spiritual resiliency looks like to you. The opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the speaker and do not necessarily represent the position of the United States government or the United States Air Force or any other United States DOD entity. Hello out there, Joint Base Charleston. This is uh, Chaplain Joel Cornegie, uh, the senior Joint Base Chaplain here uh, with another edition of Chap Chat. Uh, Today we're going to talk about uh, some religious liberty issues, uh, religious accommodation, religious freedom, and some things, I'll keep it towards the end, but some things that you may not be aware that are tools uh, in your toolbox uh, as you live out your religious liberty. Uh, First thing I wanted to talk about, just kind of to lay a foundation for this discussion, uh, is uh, religious liberty is a basic human right. We find that foundationally in our Constitution. The Constitution and the First Amendment, which includes the Establishment Clause and the Free Exercise Clause, says this. The Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the the free exercise thereof. Uh, And then it talks about free speech issues after that, but specifically zeroing in on foundationally uh, our country was established on the idea of the free exercise of religion and prohibiting the, the, uh, the prohibition of free exercise of religion really isn't allowed. And thankfully that that opportunity continues for us as military members. Uh, and that gets into uh, really the issue of uh, religious accommodation. And, and I want to say as, as a member of the, the Air Force, but certainly a member of the Chaplain Corps, we have been privileged to work with a number of airmen across our wing, even the time that I've been here, in helping them, uh, their religious expression be accommodated. And we're living in an era right now, I think, in the Air Force uh, where uh, our leadership is very, very in tune with religious accommodation and, and seek to do that at every effort. Uh, the Department of Defense uh, recently came out with a new instruction entitled Religious Liberty in the Military Services. And it really codifies a lot of things for us from the DOD level, more so than the Air Force level, on how we do accommodation. And basically the, the Department of Defense is saying unless it could have an adverse impact on military readiness, unit cohesion, uh, or good order and discipline, the armed forces will accommodate individual expressions of belief of a member of the armed forces reflecting the sincerely held conscience, moral principles, or religious beliefs of the member. And that's a real, that's a real benefit to us all. And, and by the way, let me note that, first of all, uh, it includes religious beliefs, but it also includes conscience or moral principles as well. So it's not so religious liberty, uh, honestly, is not just an issue for people of faith or people of a particular religious faith, uh, but people that, uh, of no faith at all. In fact, I want to make a point uh, very clearly that religious liberty uh, is not just for uh, people that have faith or people of a particular faith, but your religious liberty, if you are if you have no faith at all or are not interested in issues of faith, your religious liberty is no less important. Uh, so I just wanted to make that very clear. Uh, in addition to that, um, service members do not need to justify 
explain or rationalize their religious and spiritual beliefs and practices, especially when they are seeking religious liberty or religious accommodation. And I just had a war story on this one. Um, not that long ago, I had a commander uh, come and talk to me about a religious accommodation that was requested in their unit. Uh, the service member uh, requested to be removed from a from a from an exercise uh, so that they could participate in a um, in an activity related to their faith. And um, as the individual talked about, uh, as the individual talked about being a part of that. Um, the, the commander asked me, the commander said, uh, I don't know if that's really that important. I mean, I want to know, like, why is that really, is it really that important of an event to be a part of? And I said to the commander, I said, well, uh, our belief in the importance of a, that particular event is really irrelevant. The fact is that that airman has a particular faith uh, that is sincerely held, and the, the thing that they want to participate in um, is part of that faith, and so they don't need to justify or explain that. And so, as a service member, if you have a particular religious faith um, and you want to participate in something, your religious liberty says that you don't have to justify or explain it. Uh, it just needs to be a legitimate faith uh, and, and, and the ability to, to observe that. Um, so, uh, I wanted to turn over outside of that uh, you may you may not realize but our equal opportunity office actually has a role to play in uh, religious accommodation religious liberty issues as well and so for that purpose we brought in today uh, Mindy Morris who is our equal opportunity director here at Joint Base Charleston and I, so I just want to bring her into the conversation uh, Mindy can you talk a little bit about the role that equal opportunity plays that airmen may not realize but the role that equal opportunity plays in religious liberty issues. Definitely, and thank you so much for the invite. I love to collaborate with you. Yeah. Equal Opportunity exists as a forum for an avenue of redress for unlawful discrimination and harassment. So much like we operate with the SAPR Office on the Continuum of Harm with Sexual Assault and Sexual Harassment, we can operate on a continuum of harm as well between the healthy environment that we want to see of inclusion, people being able to do what they need to do, holding on to their firmly held beliefs and values to where people could be harassed based on those deeply held beliefs and being called a slur or being mocked or criticized because of what they believe. That would be an unlawful harassment they could actually be discriminated against as well, which is distinguishing differences based on that value set. So if somebody was discriminated against based on scheduling or given a disciplinary action or not being selected for a certain opportunity, that could be something that an airman could come to our office for. Okay. Um... And so what would, be, what would be the process if I'm an airman who I, I feel as though I've been discriminated against because of my, because of my religious faith? What would be the process? What would, what would happen with that? I'm glad you asked. So once somebody comes into our office, we explain what's called the military purview. So we would go over a preamble. Thank you for coming in. We exist to provide an avenue of redress for unlawful discrimination or sexual harassment. We would explain that we don't have confidentiality. We have what's called privileged communication. And that means we let the commander know what the concern is the airman brought to us. 
So then we listen to the airmen and try and frame their claims. The airman has 60 days to come into our office in order to file a formal complaint. However, they can go informally after that as well. And that's where their chain of command can take and resolve that complaint or concern for them. If they go formally, that's where we would frame their claim and then we would substantiate it or unsubstantiate it based on the preponderance of credible evidence, which is our legal standard. And then we would give it to legal for legal sufficiency review and the commander for final action. Okay. So bottom line, what you're telling me is uh, the Air Force takes religious liberty seriously and, and seeks to protect the rights of airmen. Did you I, summarized did it I perfectly. Did I summarize that? Okay, that's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. And, I, and I'm, I'm thankful that we live in, in an environment like that. So really, uh, part of why I wanted to bring you in is that really we're two sides of, of, of uh, the same coin, if you will. So the Chaplain Corps, we, don't, we advise commanders with regard to religious accommodation issues, like the example that I just shared earlier, uh, to ensure that airmen can express their faith uh, in, in ways that, that uh, they legally have the opportunity to do so. But then your side of that is if an airman feels as though uh, they are being discriminated against because of their religious faith, uh, then they have opportunities for, for redress uh, and, and to take care of that or address that. Um, and so, um, again, that was something, frankly, years ago that I was not tracking that equal opportunity provided. When I think of equal opportunity, I think maybe in other categories, I think of like racial discrimination or sex discrimination, but I never thought about religious discrimination. And so that's a, that's a great benefit that airmen have, and frankly, they've always had, uh, which has been a great thing. So thanks for, for sharing that and for clarifying that. Um, and uh, this isn't going to be a long podcast, but I just wanted to kind of close with this. This comes out of uh, AFI uh, 90-5001. This is one of my favorite quotes out of that AFI, and that is that spiritual fitness uh, is one's ability to adhere to beliefs, principles, or values needed to persevere and prevail in accomplishing missions. Um, one of the things that the Air Force has, has stated, and this is not in the, the Chaplain Corps series of AFIs, this is in the, this is in the uh, Resilience AFI, but the Air Force has said, you know, one of our four domains of spiritual, or one of our four domains of resilience has to do with spiritual fitness. And so uh, if you're an airman out there listening to this podcast, I want to encourage you to be spiritually fit and uh, to express your spirituality in accordance with your faith tradition or your values, your principles, beliefs, uh, but ensure that those are strong because, um, gosh, even as we have experienced this year in, in response to a pandemic, our resilience uh, is, is paramount to, to a mission accomplishment. And so uh, if we're going to be resilient towards things, I mean, frankly, you know, this time last year, we had no idea a pandemic was coming on the, on the, on the horizon. Um, and if we're not uh, physically fit, um, and we're not socially fit, and we're not mentally fit, and if we're not spiritually fit, uh, when we encounter things that we did not plan on, like pandemics, it can be very difficult to get through them. And so uh, obviously my lane that I'm especially concerned about is the spiritual fitness. And so I would encourage you as, as an airman uh, to exercise your faith, to live out that faith, uh, to do it authentically uh, so that you can be spiritually fit and persevere and prevail in accomplishing the missions that the Air Force and the American people ask us to accomplish. Anything else you want to add as a final note, Mindy? 
I completely agree with everything <laughs> you just said as a resilience trainer as well. Yeah. I couldn't stress that more. It's yeah. like four tires on a car. You need yeah. equal pressure in all of them. Yeah, well, I like that analogy, the four tires. I'll have to use that. Uh, all right, well, I appreciate you coming in today. And uh, for folks out there at Joint Base Charleston, thanks for taking the time to listen. And uh, we just encourage you to continue to be uh, the spiritually fit airman that I know you can be. And if you need any support or help, uh, the Eagle Opportunity Office is obviously here for your support as well as our Chaplain Corps personnel. Thanks again for listening.